0: Good afternoon. This is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer in Lent's podcast. Uh, today is Saturday, the third week of Lent, all right? And uh, uh, we're reading from uh, a little book called Journey to the Heart, Lenten Reflections and Prayers with Father uh, Henry J.M. Newman. And uh, also, uh, we're continuing on Was our 33 Days of Greater Glory, a total consecration to the Father through Jesus based on the Gospel of John, and that was written by Father Michael Gately. And uh, those who uh, may need copies of the book, uh, Father Mike sent me an email uh, that you could get an e-version of the book. I don't know if it's good for everyone or it's just good for me. Not quite sure about that one. Sorry, Father Mike. But I'll give you my email just so we uh, uh, can try it out and see if it works. Uh, I already purchased it at the regular price uh, at Kindle, and also uh, books I got for my friends and Lea and Mary, and my good friend John, who today is his birthday. Happy birthday, John! And uh, so we're going to be doing chapter num- I'm sorry, day number five of thirty-three days. And Nicodemus, that's John 3, 1 to 21. So, uh, give my email address if you want more information. W-R-Young, y-o-unc 12 at yahoo.com. That's W-R-Young, y-o-unc 12 at yahoo.com. And uh, also the the order line from the Hearts of Fire is 1-800-462-7426. 1-800-462-7426. And on my podcast, I will have a link for this, uh, sponsor link. And uh, uh, the prayer line, uh, I'm not sure what hours of operations they are, but it's 1-800-804-3823, 1-800-804-3823. And uh, so let's go to uh, our little book, that our little book. It's a great little book, considering Father uh, Henry uh, James Newman, had, according to what i read before, that he had passed, uh, an opening in heaven, uh, uh, in the 90s. So these words are so poignant right now. I mean, I, if you told me if I didn't know about where this book came from, and it came from the church, came, thank you, St. David's, for putting out for the parishioners, St. David's Catholic Church in Davie, Florida. And um, today's title is I Won't Stop Praying. And this is very important for uh, uh, archdiocese of like, Miami and other uh, archdiocese, maybe New York, I'm not sure what the other archdiocese are, where there's no public masses anymore. No public, I guess, anything that's religious, so adoration, no public ad- adoration. Confession, so I don't know how they're going to do that. I I saw somewhere in a country, probably a good idea, in a parking lot, this uh, poor priest was sitting in a chair by himself. And cars would drive up to him, and uh, he was giving confession face-to-face. You know, it was face-to-face. Probably kept six feet away, (laughs) so no one would catch anything. But, yeah, it was face-to-face. And uh, so bless that priest, and I hope to do more of those confessions here locally and all around the country and the world. So let's get to our little book. I won't stop praying, and uh, it quotes uh, Colossians' briefery. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden. Christ in God. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. So I'll take that to light because everything I read, I always think, I don't know about you guys, always think it's a personal message from God to me. So but of course it's a uh It states here that the, the words of Father Newman. Lord, in the midst of the much inner turmoil and restlessness. There is consoling thoughts. Maybe you are working in me in a way I cannot yet feel, experience, or understand. My mind is not able to concentrate on you. My heart is notable to remain centered. And it seems that if you are absent and I have left and have left me alone, But in faith, I cling to you. I believe that you, your spirit, reaches deeper and further than my mind or heart. That profound movements are not the first to be noticed. Therefore, Lord, I promise I will not run away, not give up, not stop praying, even when it seems useless and pointless and a waste of time and effect. I want to let you know that I love you even though I'm not feeling loved by you. And I hope that you even thought I experienced despair. Let it be a little dying I can do with and for as a way of experiencing some solidarity with means in this world who suffer far more than I do. The thought of prayer today. Jesus, help me to preserve in my prayers, so that I will get closer to you, you and put what what you what you want. That's very, very poignant, poignant. (laughs) Like, right on. Uh, These words uh, shoot right out to me. I don't know about you guys, but definitely shoots out. So this great book that uh, uh, Father Michael McCatley wrote again, you know, he's the one who wrote 33 Days in Morning Glory, uh, 33 Days in Merciful Love. Now this third of the, they call it a trilogy now, (laughs) 33 Days of Greater Glory. And many other books that he wrote are really great. Uh, actually, the back of the book, I'm looking at all the different books he wrote. Some of them he, he wrote in a week. Father Mike, how do you write a book in a week? <laughs> I, I'm thinking about writing a book, and I'm still on the thinking today, a while, a lot more than a week. So, Anyway, so help me, Lord, with that one, if you want me to do it. So... Now, remember, I'm just giving you samples, so I want you to buy the book. This is not the prelogue of, oh, I don't need to buy the book because uh, uh, he's reading parts of it. Why am only reading parts of it? <laughs> we don't know how many parts, whatever the, the Lord the, and Father Mike lets me read. So, uh, day five, Nicarenes, John 3, 1 to 21... As we learned yesterday from John that uses the term the Jews, he means the religious leaders, the Jerusalem who opposes Jesus. But again, not all Jewish people were the Jews. Take Nicodemus, for instance. John describes him as a ruler of the Jews. Rightfully so. After all, Nicodemus uh, was a Pharisee, a member of the Jews, highest council. But he's certainly not one of the Jews' negative sense, those who oppose Jesus. I say this because uh, later in the gospel, he defends Jesus before others. And then, after the crucifixion, he provides costly ornaments for the Lord's uh, burial, which reveals his compassion and love. I think you could say, then, that Nicodemus was a good man, and yet, as in the case with all of us, he has his wickedness. We see this, for instance, in the important detail about how he went to Jesus by night. Why by night? Probably because of a wealthy man of power, Nicodemus was afraid of what others might think if the caught in the meeting was Jesus. Nevertheless, his goodness shines forth by a more important fact that while others keep their distance, he actually could go out to see the Lord. But then, right back in the man's weakness, when he says to Jesus, Rabbi, we Know that you're a teacher comes from God. No one could do these things, sign that you do unless God is wisdom. Now, wait a minute. How is that wickedness? Nicodemus sure seems to be saying everything in the right way. After all, he addresses Jesus respectfully with the title rabbi, and also affirms the truth that Jesus is the, a teaching that comes from God. So, where is the wickedness? The wickedness is in knowing Nicodemus has made a deduction about Jesus. He has seen the signs and declares only someone sent by God would have that power, what Jesus does. Moreover, he has confidence in his judgment based on the category of what he knows. Now. No problem with having a certitude based on categories until it comes to the person, especially the person of an incarnate word. I say this because each and every person in a mystery that ought to be approaching with respect are, and not a mere object of categories classified in, have all figured out. And indeed, each person has an infinite death where all man is the image of God. But Jesus himself is the perfect image of the invisible God, the eternal son of God. To know him in this mystery, we need new eyes, the new mind, and a whole new reality. We need to be transformed by the faith and the power of the Spirit. Ultimately, Nicodemus still lacks that all. But Jesus loves this ruler of the Jews who had the courage to come to him. He wants him to receive all the gifts of faith. So challenges Nicodemus, telling him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you are born anew, we cannot see the kingdom of God. What does it What? Now, what Jesus uses anew can also mean from above. Not surprisingly, with his earthly ways of thinking, Nicodemus assumes that the former meaning and wonders if Jesus is saying he must re-enter his mother's womb to be born again, but obviously not what Jesus means. So what does he mean? He means so that set free from the earthly thinking in a way that he must be born anew from above. We need to be born in the Heavenly Father as he declares beloved children through the water and the power of the Holy Spirit. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you are born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. In other words, to come to know God, to see God, to enter into God, we must be baptized. At this point, the words spoken by his disciples later in the gospel comes to mind. Ah, uh, now we're speaking plainly, not in any figures. 16, 29. That is, we hear the word "baptize" and think, oh great, I know that. So, That's what Jesus is talking about. Why didn't he just say so? All right, let's move on. Now, certainly one way of approaching the ocean of mystery is the Gospel of John, namely by finding familiarity islands and camping out on them. But the Lord is inviting us to swim in the sea. Let me put it this way. Baptism is so much more than often realized. It is the moment of our deepest consecration, of when we are set apart from the world. Prior to baptism, because of our original sin, each one of us belonging to the Pharisees of the world and the devil. After the baptism, we are set free from Satan and belonging to God and the dearly beloved children then we're supposed to live that way. We're to live in the world, not of it, to live in the light in the midst of the darkness. Too often, however, the darkness of the world smothers the light that we received at baptism, or at least it tries to force that light under the bushes of baskets of our greed. Gluttony and anger and envy and pride and lust, and laziness, and fear. But as sons and daughters of God, we are called to be the light in the darkness that shines for the world to see. All right, but how can we more faithfully respond to the call? How can we be more effectively than that light? Jesus explains to Nicodemus, Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be the born again or born anew. The wind blows where it wills. You hear the sounds of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it's everyone who is born of the Spirit 378. During the, uh, this answer, Christians' life is that the life Of the spirit the life whose energy comes not from us but from the power of the spirit who blows where he wills a life that does not follow categories of the world and the ways of the flesh but rather the ways of the kingdom of God it's a life animated by the spirit of love who that ours was this world of sin but at the same time loves the created world. Tells, Jesus tells Nicodemus that God so loved the world that he gives his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but might have entered eternal life. He does go on, for God sent his son into the world, not to condemn it, the world, but might be saved through him. And how is this world saved through Jesus Christ? In one sense, it is saved through us, though the baptism, who truly are his body, is saved when we, the children of light, come out of the darkness to do the right. It's saved when we do the works of love through the power of the Holy Spirit that is made clearly seen by the world of our deeds like those of Jesus who have come from God in love. Tomorrow, we will learn more about the life in the Spirit. Today's prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, help me to keep my baptismal promise by rejecting Satan and all his works of darkness and all his empty promises that I will walk in newness of life and be the light of Christ to the world. Amen. And uh, since it's still the three o'clock hour, we have, we have, I think we may have time uh, to pray the Chaplet of divine mercy. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The opening prayer. You expire, Jesus, but the source of life, God's force for souls, and the ocean of mercy open up for the whole world. O oh, font of life, unfathomable divine mercy, invoke the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O oh, body and blood and water, which gets forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. We now pray to our Father Mary, in the Apostles' Creed. Our Father who wants in heaven, Pray for our sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, our only Son, our Lord, who conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell and on the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended Into heaven, as he at the right hand of the Father Almighty. From there, it comes the judge of living and dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, to resurrect the body and life everlasting. Amen. On our Father be we will now pray. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, and soul and divinity of your dear and beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. On small hail, Mary be we will now pray for the sake of His sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of His sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of His sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of His sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of His sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of His sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of a soulful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of a soulful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of a soulful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of itself soulful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. <laughs> Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of be your dear beloved Son. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the Tomb of for sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For sake of yourself or passion have mercy on us in the whole world for a sake of yourself or passion have mercy on us in the whole world for sake of yourself or passion have mercy on us in the whole world for sake of yourself or passion have mercy on us in the whole world for sake of yourself or passion have mercy on us in the whole world Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood and soul and divinity of your dear beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to the atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of His sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of His sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of His sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of His sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his soul passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his soul for passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his soul for passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his soul for passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his soul for passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For sake of Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood and soul and divinity of your dear and beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in the our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his or passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his or passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his or passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his mm-hmm. or passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his for passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his or passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood and soul and divinity of your dear beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in the tomb of our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his for passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his for passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his for passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his for passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. For a sake of his passion, have mercy on us in the whole world. Concluding with the Holy God, repeat three times. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us in the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us in the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us in the whole world. Closing prayer. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless, the treasures of compassion is exhaustible. Look calling upon us and increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments that we may not despair, nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Amen. I think yesterday we did day day number nine. So so let's start from day one again. We'll keep praying then in the Nabina as long as we can. Today bring me all mankind, especially all sinners, and immerse them in the ocean of my mercy. This way you will console me in the bitter grief into which the loss of souls plunges me. O merciful Jesus, whose very nature is it to have compassion on us, to forgive us, do not look upon our sin, but look upon the trust that we place in your infinite goodness. Receive us all in the abode of your most compassionate heart, and never let us escape from it. We beg you this by your love, which unites you to the Father and the Holy Spirit. Eternal Father, turn to your merciful gaze upon all mankind, especially the poor sinners, enfolded in the most compassionate heart of Jesus. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, show us your mercy, that we may be praised and the optimists of your mercy forever and ever. Amen. And uh, we have time. Let's do the litany of divine mercy by saint Fascinating. Divine mercy, gushing forth from the bottom of the fathers. I trust in you. Divine mercy, greater attributes of God. I trust in you. Divine mercy, comprehensive mysteries. I trust in you. Divine mercy, the fountain gushing forth. From the mystery of the most blessed trinity, I trust in you. Divine mercy, unfavorable by any intellect, human or angelic, I trust in you. Divine mercy, for which wells full of life and happiness, I trust in you. Divine mercy, better than the heavens, I trust in you. Divine mercy, the source of miracles and wonders, I trust in you. Divine mercy, encompassing the whole world, universe, I trust in you. Divine mercy, descending... To earth in the person of the incarnate word, I trust in you. Divine mercy, which flowed out from the ocean wound of the heart of Jesus, I trust in you. Divine mercy enclosed in the heart of Jesus, I trust in you. Divine mercy, parable in the institution of the sacred host, I trust in you. Divine mercy in the fountain of the holy church, I trust in you. Divine mercy in the, the sacrament of holy baptism, I trust in you. Divine mercy in our justifications through Jesus Christ, I trust in you. Divine mercy accompanying us through the whole life, I trust in you. Divine mercy embracing us, especially at the hour of our death, I trust in you. Divine mercy endowing us with a of life, I trust in you. Divine mercy accompanying us in every moment in our lives, I trust in you. Divine mercy healing us from the fires of hell, I trust in you. Divine mercy, the conversion of the harnessed sinners, I trust in you. Divine mercy, the star for the angels and the of two saints, I trust in you. Divine mercy, and Pharaoh, and all the mysteries of God, I trust in you. Divine mercy, lifting us out of every misery, I trust in you. Divine mercy, source of our happiness and joy, I trust in you. Divine mercy, calling forth from nothingness to existence, I trust in you. Divine mercy, raising the whole works of his hands, I trust in you. Divine right Mercy Crown of all God's handiwork. I... So, yeah, this is how uh, uh, the podcast kind of ended abruptly. You have a thirty-minute timer when you do it on uh, from the desktop, which I don't understand why. But so, anyway, uh, if again, anyone who uh, is interested in the email version uh, of the of uh, thirty-three days of greater glory, they, they sent me, Father Mike's group sent me a link for $5. I don't know if it's just for me or any of my friends. (laughs) But I'd be willing to send it to you and you can tell me if it works or not. Uh, And my email address is uh, number 12 at yahoo.com So that's wryoung12 at yahoo.com And you know you can always order the book uh, at The Hearts of Fire, that order uh, line is 1-800-462-7426, 462 7426 and they have a prayer line. It's uh, 1-800-804-3823, 1-800-804-3823. As always, I will place this link as a, my sponsor for the show. And uh, so, tomorrow we'll be doing day five, and... Tomorrow we have an interesting uh, dilemma. No masses. Tomorrow's Sunday. And, uh, and they suggest to do this, this spiritual communion. So I believe uh, my friend Martha gave that to me, and I will get up and pray that tomorrow also. So I will do the spiritual communion. So God bless you. And again, uh, John, hope you have a happy birthday. Take care.